Moncrief on News Talk. Met Aaron has released its storm names for the new season. But how does the system work? And is it actually a good thing not or not to have a storm named after you? Joining me now is Joanna Donnelly from Met Aaron. How are you doing, Joanna? Good, good afternoon. I think that's a, a one that you, you have to take up personally, don't you? Do you want to be called after a storm or vice versa? It depends, like, because some of the storms mm. are really kind of pathetic, you know, and some of them are very <laughs> dramatic. But you remember then there was like Storm Ophelia and we were all going to get blown away and then it kind of amounted to nothing. Well, unless you were walking on Leeson Street when the, the trees came down on top of you, then it probably didn't amount to nothing there. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't okay, amount fine. to nothing from the people that died, of course, in Ophelia. Did people so, die in Ophelia? Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, three people lost their lives during the event and then there were other people that lost their lives after the event in the clear-up operations. And, of course, there was millions of uh, euros lost to industry and um, the farming and forestry industry during Ophelia too. Um, See, so in that case, I, you I probably don't think that don't, was nothing. <laughs> I don't think you want to be called Ophelia then, you know, because it's like you exactly, kind of caused a lot. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. We'll talk about the names for this season. And I know that the first one is going to be called Storm Agnes. But how does that work when we just had Storm Betty that gave me 48 hours with no power? Exactly. Um, yeah, the storm season starts today on September 1st and it runs out until 31st of August in 2024. So the storm season, we usually expect the worst of the storms uh, through the winter and certainly in January, February in particular it can be um, pretty stormy at times in this neck of the woods. Um, what happened uh, this year was the jet stream set itself up in such a way that the most active storms were actually to the south of Europe. So the south um, group of storm naming countries actually saw 14 storms by April, whereas we saw none because of the, the setup of the jet stream. So our first named storm was Antonia. Antonia, yeah. Yeah, and then we had Betty, as you might be say, just a couple of weeks ago. They were actually summer storms. So they came through um, fast and, and furious there. And uh, obviously in recent memory, Betty caused an, an awful lot of uh, disruption. So does that mean that we had Anthony and Betty and that's all we've had since last September? That's it. Yeah, main storms. Now, there were other wind events and okay. um, there were stormy conditions at sea, maybe. But we uh, have criteria for naming storms when they have a particular impact or an expected particular impact on uh, life and property on the island here. And, of course, as you know, in our uh, partners in the UK and in the Netherlands, too. Yeah. So talk to me about the process of naming them. Do you think that naming them makes, is, is, the, is the thinking that naming them makes people take them more seriously or that they make them seem a little bit more approachable because they're named after something? Oh, I don't think. I think it's um, definitely in um, in terms of uh, raising awareness of the possibility of extreme conditions uh, going to affect the area. Now, stor storm naming is not a new event. Uh, it's been, it's coming up nearly 100 years since we started naming storms, not here in Met Aaron, of course, but uh, across the water in the um, Americas and in Australia, they've been naming tropical storms and hurricanes for um, oh, since the 50s, I think. Um, and the reason for that was to avoid uh, confusion in the um, ocean. They, previous to the names that we know now, they used to just identify the storms by their latitude and longitude. But there obviously are many active storms at any one particular time in the uh, Atlantic. And there was 
much too much confusion in trying to disseminate information and it's important information particularly if you're in the path of one of these uh, large hurricanes or even the um, smaller devastating storms to be able to communicate quickly with the people that are going to be affected that a storm is heading their way. So it is about effective communication and it is shown to work. So that's why we're sticking with it. It is important. Um, previous to us naming the storms formally by in Met Erin in the UK, of course, storms were named anyway. Uh, storm Darwin, you might know of, came through on Darwin's birthday and so was named by the media and right, picked okay. up by the public in that. And then Storm Jude in 2013 was named Again, storm due because it came through on Jude's birthday, but that was in the UK. In when the storm passed in through to Denmark, it got a new name, and when it passed into Sweden, it got another new name, and the Germans named it Christian. So it actually ended up with four separate names. So at that point, there was a lot of confusion turning up. So the Met Office has decided to get together and formally name the weather systems. And how does it work? So I know it's the Ireland, UK, and the Netherlands Met Office that all work together to 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 accumulate the list of names, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. But does that mean that if a storm is, like, are there storms happening in the Netherlands that we never really hear about because we don't, it doesn't impact us? Exactly, exactly that. Um, So they didn't happen this year, although there was a particular storm in the Netherlands. um, Again, it was a summer storm, but uh, they didn't name it. Now, it possibly could have been named. And in hindsight, it looked like there was a, a lot of devastation caused by that storm, but they didn't name it. If that had been named, then it would have taken A and we would have named Storm Betty the C name, for example. So it can happen that um, storms will affect one country and not another. Um, there are other groups as well. There's the, the South and East European group. So France, Belgium, uh, Luxembourg, Spain, Portugal, they're in a group together. They've named much more storms this year, particularly Portugal named a lot of storms because uh, Portugal look after the Azores. So the Azores out in the Atlantic there are, are impacted by a lot of storms as well. And at Portugal, of course, on the um, Atlantic coast there have the same issues. So they, they'll name more storms necessarily uh, or sometimes in a year than we have. How do you so divvy it's been a quiet up, year this year. How yeah. do you divvy up the names? Like, and, and if, so say we only got Agnes and Betty. So presumably there are 20, 19 other names because... Q, U, X, Y and Z are not used. So there's like maybe 19 other letters that we didn't use this year. Do we carry them over? It's a nice conversation. There's a a group of uh, people involved from the economy, from the British Met Office and from our uh, Met Office as well, of course. They get together and they have a a list. Here in Ireland this year, the theme is to um, commemorate the names of famous uh, scientists in Irish history and so our contribution to the list um, reflects the names of scientists of note in Irish history. Not all of the scientists of note of course, there are many many more that didn't make it to the list because the list is only limited. Um, so the British Med Office took a different approach this year. Their name, their name list come from um, either meteorologists maybe that have retired, forecasters that have retired, or people that work in collaboration with the Met Office, for example, engineers on the road, and they named, um, took their name list from that. It's actually Kieran, despite it being an Irish name, was actually uh, contributed to the list by the British Met Office who wanted to um, recognise the name of one of their collaborators in, with the Met Office. So it's a, it's a collaboration that is put together through pleasant conversation over a, a meeting and um, a, a long list becomes a short list. And are you given like, okay, Ireland, this year you get 
J, K, L and F? Or is it like, we'd like to have Kathleen because she's a, or does it happen like that? Um, There's a list that is put forth. um, They may put forth all of the the letters and then it's compiled through, yeah, through collaboration. I just, friendly collaboration. Friendly collaboration. I, I just feel like this is like a United Nations meeting, you know, where it's like these are very sure. serious things. And you never know yeah. which one. Except there's tea and donuts. <laughs> there's tea and donuts. But you see, some of the storms come and go and we don't hear much about them. But some of them, like, can be really devastating, can be in the news for many days. So it's quite a significant, I guess, honour, you could call it, to have named yeah. that storm. Well, um, to have named the storm, well, the... Or to have the storm named after the, you. The purpose of the, the storm naming is to highlight it to the public. That's the end result that we hope to generate here, that people are aware of the name that it is associated with a storm and maybe it's going to affect your area and be aware of any dangers that may be um, in your locale. So that's the primary focus of naming the storm. The additional, what would we call this, fun of who's the name or who gets to name it or where does the list come from and what are these names that's all just part of you know social and society but the focus is about the awareness on the day that you are aware that you're you could be in for some severe weather um whether it's an honor to have a storm that could potentially cause devastation to be named in your but but your name, you understand, um, let's say Fergus O'Rourke is a, 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 a scientist of note in Irish history and Kathleen McNulty, um, uh, one of the pioneers in the computer development um, history. These people have nothing to do with the storm. They're not, they, they, they don't, um, they haven't identified the storm. They're not uh, in any way involved in the storm naming process. They're just names. They're just names. And do you take into account, so we have like Fergus, Jocelyn, Kathleen, Nicholas, and they all, you know, they're quite, um, but then we have Lillian and I feel like Lillian is a soft, nice woman, middle-aged who bakes cakes. It doesn't make me feel like, oh my God, Storm Lillian is coming. We need to take this seriously. Are there like, you know, if if there was a Storm Millie, you'd think, ah, it's going to be fine. Like Millie's not going to do anyone any harm. Mm. Do you take into consideration the sounds of the names? I'm not sure if that's, um, I think we, we all, like I had a sister, Rosaline, in, in school. Yeah. And believe me, if I heard of a storm sister, a, a, a storm, a storm Rosaline coming my way, I'd be, I'd be taken way. to the shelter. Fair <laughs> so enough. A lot of people might really like the name Rosaline. I guess it's so subjective, isn't it? Um yeah, <laughs> look, it's just, it's such a, every, every, every autumn I'm fascinated by this list of names. Thank you for taking us through the process and showing us how the sausage is made. That is Joanna Donnelly from Met Erin with your list of names for storms to look forward to during the winter. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.